Hey, this is Dr. Evans Kariuki. Welcome to Firebrand Nation. Your life will never be the same as you go through these teachings. These are teachings for soul winners. Here at Firebrand Nation, we believe that we are called to reach one soul every second. This podcast is designed for soul winners who hunger and thirst to see the lost come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ. December is a very special time. Very special time because we see the baby Jesus being born in this season. Amen? Regardless of when the date was, we know the season. Amen? And it shows us that if God chose this season for his birth, that this is a special season. Amen? And I want to finish uh, a, a teaching that I touched on this morning as we prepare for Sunday. Because Sunday is going to be a breakthrough service. Sunday will be a breakthrough service. Are you excited about Sunday? It will be a breakthrough service, and I want to lay the foundation in your life today. Amen? I want to talk to you briefly, and, and I want you to hear me with your spirit and your heart. I want to talk to you briefly about desire to be blessed. Desire to be blessed. What is my greatest desire? A lot of people have great desires. Desire to be married. Desire to be wealthy. Desire to be happy. <laughs> desire to be free. Desire to be skinny. <laughs> what are other desires? Desire healthy. Desire to be healthy. And I'm telling you tonight, the greatest desire is a desire to be blessed. When you are blessed, when the blessing of the Lord is upon you, all those other things follow you. Everything else lines up. But when the blessing of the Lord is not present in your life, then whatever you get, you end up losing very fast. So the greatest desire is to desire to be blessed. Go with me to First Chronicles chapter 4, verse 9. Amen? And today we are going to pray that God blesses us. First Chronicles 4, 9. You know it's after Thanksgiving, so... After Thanksgiving, you eat leftovers. So me, I looked through all my sermons and I said, which ones did I not get to preach? And those are the ones you're getting. And it's not that they were not good. It's God's timing. Amen? How many of you know leftovers are good also? Yeah, leftovers are good. Jabez saying, because I bear him, with sorrow. And Jabez called on the God of Israel. And the Lord granted him that which he requested. Jabez was born in a family where his mother gave him a very special name. The Bible says in verse 9 that his name was what? Jabez, which means what? I bore him with sorrow. I bore him with sorrow. I bore him. So his beginning. The start of his life was this child just causes me pain. This child causes me sorrow. This child frustrates me. Jabez's mother already had an attitude of what kind of child he was going to be. 
Then the Bible says Jabez does something that changes everything. Are we together? The Bible says that Jabez gets to a place where he goes before the Lord and he tells the Lord in verse 10, and Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying that thou wouldest bless me indeed. Jabez, born in pain, born in sorrow, the castaway, the black sheep, the forsaken child goes before the Lord and says, Bless me indeed. Bless me indeed. And look what the Lord does. The Bible says, He says, Oh, that you'd bless me indeed and enlarge my coast. Are we together? And that your hand might be with me and that you would keep me from evil that it may not grieve me. I have prayed this prayer before in my life. One day I was very heartbroken and I suffered a lot of pain. And I told God, I never want to go through such pain in my life ever again. Have you ever gone through something that you go to God and say, man, I never want to go through that again? And sometimes we get to that place in life. Maybe this year there was something you faced and something you went through. And you're saying, Lord, I never want to go back in that situation again. Maybe it was a life-threatening situation. You found yourself at the brink of death and life. Maybe it was a situation where your relationship was shaken and you found yourself at a place where you're like, God, that is more than enough for one life. Is there somebody who's been like I am? I went to God one day and I said, Lord, never, ever again, never again do I want to go through that pain. And you approach God in weakness and humility. And you tell him, Lord, it's not even about lack of faith or lack of strength. I just don't ever want to go through that again. Is there somebody who's got a prayer like Jabez? Is there somebody who's got a cry like Jabez in the name of Jesus? I want you to lift up your hands and use the words of Jabez and tell the Lord, keep me my God. If you would keep me, if you would watch over me, if you would enlarge my territory, my God. Lord, protect my heart from this situation. I never want to go back there again. I don't want to have problems in relationship again. I don't want to go back to financial struggles again. I don't want to go back to prison again. I don't want to go back to sickness and disease again. Lord, you've saved me. You've delivered me. Now keep me. You've saved me. You've delivered me. Now keep me. Lift up your voice and pray in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, keep me, my God. Lord, watch over me, my God. Lord, keep me, my Father. Let your blessing sustain me. Let your grace sustain me. Don't be quiet. Lift up your voice and let heaven hear you pray. Let heaven hear you pray. Let heaven hear you pray. Church, this service is important. It's critical. This is where you break your future from your past. This is where we close the doors of our past. Yamande Soteya. Lord, keep me. 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 In the name of Jesus. Yes. Yes, I was born in sorrow. Yes, I was born in sorrow. Yes, I was born in failure. But today, I declare that I am free and I'm not going back. I'm not going back. I'm not going back. In the name of Jesus, lift your hands before the Lord. Lift your hands up before the Lord. Raise that anointing in this place. Raise the anointing. Raise the atmosphere in this place. I declare over your life in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. First Chronicles chapter 4. I declare First Chronicles chapter 4. 
verse 10 that the God of Israel will keep you that the God of Israel will watch over you that the God of Israel will bless you indeed and the God of Israel will enlarge your coast he'll enlarge your coast in Jesus name in the name of Jesus put your hand over your heart your heart was not made for heartache and heart pain you cannot take the Bible says men's hearts fail them because of fear your heart was not made to go through all that trouble and today I declare unto you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ every foul spirit that has saddened your heart that has bothered your heart by the anointing of the Almighty God I declare first Chronicles chapter 4 verse 10 that the God of Israel the one who never sleeps and never slumbers is watching over you in the name of Jesus I shut every grave that has been opened against you I shut every negative door that has been opened against you in the mighty name of Jesus and we open doors of greatness we open doors of enlargement we open doors of success we open doors of prosperity we open doors of favor because you're blessed up may the blessing of the Almighty God flow in your life up from the top of your head to the sole of your feet somebody shout I'm blessed I'm blessed I'm blessed I'm blessed I'm blessed in Jesus mighty name desire to be blessed desire to be blessed take your seat get your Bible notebook and pen Jabez desired one thing he said Lord that you bless me so I don't have to go through that pain I don't have to go through those situations again church this Sunday and today all I, I almost want to make Sunday an anointing service all ungodly cycles in your life are being cut off I'm not feeling faith in this place I said all ungodly cycles and ungodly rotations and mistakes are being cut off in Jesus name in the name of Jesus do you realize we can never move forward if you keep moving in circles you can never rise up if the floor keeps getting pulled from underneath you. And I'm not talking to you about your education, your history or whatever. Jabez was a man of sorrow. What we are talking about is something you don't deserve. You didn't earn it. It's God himself putting his blessing upon your life and declaring your blessed. I don't care who it makes mad. You're blessed because God said so. Because God said so. Because God said so. In Jesus' name. Somebody shout, I'm blessed, I'm blessed, I'm blessed. I'm blessed, I'm blessed, I'm blessed. I said the, the works of your hands are blessed. You'll never be poor. The works of your hands are blessed. Your forehead from the top of your head to the sole of your feet. You are. Thank you, Jesus. We desire, like Jabez, to be blessed. He said, I desire to be blessed. Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verse 8. Ecclesiastes 4, 8. There is a lot that people think they should desire. Oh, you know, biggest dreams, biggest dreams. You know, I can't wait for that day when I'm rich. <laughs> the Bible says the deception of riches. One of the most deceiving things in life is not your husband, it's riches deception of riches but people live their life desiring riches they live their life like there's a number they that they oh if I could only make a million 
What if you make a million with $10 million problems? There are people in their pursuit of money, they dig themselves into a bigger hole. Can I tell you the truth? The truth of your character is not tested when you're poor. It's tested when you get money. You know somebody when they get money, what they do. Do they invest or do they consume what they get? And majority of the people are consumers, not investors. It's very easy to be wealthy. To be wealthy, you put back more than you take in. Simple. I'm going to invest in my life, in my future, more than I take in. This is your, your level of income, live here. But often people live here and they earn here. You're, 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 you're living in a hole already. You're living in a hole already. When you realize, and, and I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not a money teacher. Uh, never, never make me that person. But you, if your finances are here and you're living here, you're always ahead. But if it's the opposite, you're always trying to catch up. The end of the month comes and you don't even, you know, your, your mortgage and your rent is already more than what you make. A lot of people live their life searching for things that don't even matter. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes chapter, where are we? Ecclesiastes what? 4.8, thank you, just checking you. Ecclesiastes 4.8. There is one alone. Somebody say one alone. And there is not a second. Yea, he has neither child nor brother. Yet is there no end of all his labor. Neither his eye satisfied with riches. Neither says he, for whom do I labor and bereave my soul of good? This is also vanity. Yea, it is all, it is a sore travail. New King James, put it up there. Put it up there in the New King James. The Bible says there is one who is alone. You live alone, you're only responsible for yourself. There is one alone, without a companion. He has neither son nor brother. Lone ranger, lone person, lives alone. Responsible for self. I'm responsible for me, my children have grown, my families moved. Then look at this. Yet there is no end to all his labor. Nor is his eye satisfied with riches. Still wants more. Still wants to gather more. But he never asks, for whom do I toil and deprive myself of this good? This also is vanity. To live your whole life chasing after something that ends with the wind. The deceitfulness of riches. The Bible says the deceitfulness of riches. But pastor, you don't know my financial situation. Believe me, I do. But pastor, you don't know where I'm at. I'm trying to get you from where you're at. Do you know that poverty is not a bank account status? It's a state of mind. When I get you realizing you're blessed and that what you should seek after is the blessing, your bank account will follow. God will never let his person be ashamed. The Bible says God will never let his righteous be ashamed. He'll never do it. Then the Lord tells us, why do you worry about your clothes? Why do you worry about what you're going to have? Those are the things that the heathen worry about. What we should be focusing on is the kingdom of God 
and for us to be blessed. Seek, desire the blessing. Desire the blessing. But people see and they think, oh, I want, I want a car with those rims. I want those shoes. I want those clothes. All those things fade away. And there comes a time when you have too many of them, you don't even want them anymore. Oh, there is. There is, another, there is another end to it. You don't even want it anymore. The greatest thing that you will never lose desire for is what, church? The blessing. The blessing. The blessing. It's the blessing. We should not labor to be rich. Proverbs 23, verse 4. <clears throat> Are you ready to write many scriptures? Proverbs 23, verse 4. Proverbs 23, verse 4, commandment. One, two, three, read it. Proverbs 23, 4, go ahead. Labor not to? Labor not to? Cease from? Talk to your neighbor now. Tell your neighbor, that's the scripture. And now tell them the scripture. There is a way that seems wise to a man, but at the end of it, it leads to death. Labor not. What are you working for? What are you working for? What are you working for? You know, I, I, I saw two different things when I came to America. One day, one day, I came to America and I had someone preaching. And they said, you should thank God that you were not born in Africa. I said, eh? <laughs> what do you mean? Thank God you're over. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? Because growing up, you know, you don't know you're poor until someone tells you you are. And sometimes someone is telling you you are poor in comparison to what they know. What they know. I thank God for how I was brought up. We didn't have much, but my God, it made me somebody. I thank God for what mama did and what my big brother did because when I look at my life today, I realize my priorities are in the right place. So we must learn to be a base, to be without and to abound. Don't make having much your greatest priority. Labor not to be rich. Labor not to be rich. Because being rich, wanting to be rich, is laboring in your own wisdom. Why shouldn't you labor to be rich? Write these points down. Because laboring to be rich will cause you to get wealth that does not last. Jeremiah 17, 10. It doesn't last. Very quickly, next, laboring to be rich will cause you to chase after the wind. You're never going to catch it. There's always going to be somebody who has what you don't have. You're never going to catch it. Labor not to be rich because riches are deceitful. Deceitful. Deceitfulness of riches. Next, labor not to be rich because riches turn you into a fool. Luke chapter 12, verse 15. Oh, but pastor, what do you mean? Should I not want to be rich? Hold tight. The Bible says the blessing of the Lord makes one all right, so just hang tight. We're getting there. We're getting there. It's what are you working for? What are you laboring for? I'm talking about laboring to be rich makes you these things. Not being rich makes you foolish. But laboring to be rich makes you foolish. Are you understanding the preaching? You know, sometimes I wonder if you understand it. 
Laboring to be rich will cause you not to serve God and to serve mammon. Mark chapter 10 verse 17. Laboring to be rich can cause you to miss heaven. The Bible says, how hard shall they that have riches enter into the kingdom of God? You can gain the whole world and lose your soul. Uh-huh. Deceptfulness of riches. I've told you that one, isn't it? That is Mark chapter 4, verse 19. They are deceitful. Labor not to be rich because mammon is close to unrighteousness. Luke chapter 16, verse 11. Someone who loves money is very close to an unrighteous life. It's very connected. If you love money, sex, drugs, immorality, fornication, go with that thing. By the time you touch a dollar, by the time you touch a dollar, I've taught you this, they are at least seven spirits of darkness, of wickedness connected to that dollar. Seven spirits from hell. Your money has been changed for drugs at least three times. If, if you are, do I have money with me? If you are to pull out a dollar, that dollar three times. But not only has it been changed for drugs, but the fourth time it was used to buy a prostitute. The things that people do with money. And then you're bringing me a dollar, bring 20, 100 something. This, is this a Benjamin or a what? A Jackson. This, this money has been used to buy drugs, buy prostitutes, buy um, alcohol. Money has been used for wickedness. And then you get it in your life. And if this is what you're chasing after, the Bible says every one spirit is connected to at least seven evil ones. So you get the money. But along with the money comes the spirits connected to it. The things that people will do for money will show you what spirits are connected to money. So labor not, labor not to be rich. The moment you find yourself chasing after the money, check your heart. Mm. Riches can choke the word of God. Luke chapter 8 verse 14. If you are a riches seeker, you love riches, and you cannot listen to holiness preaching. You just want to take it one. Receive increase. Receive bountiful money. Amen? This is why I told you to bring... Why are you standing up? It's going, it's going to the altar. Sit down. That's God's money now. Let God sanctify it. Amen? You should have brought a hundred now, you see. All right. Laboring to be rich also causes you to be uncertain. Uncertain about your future. You're unsettled. Are we together? It causes you to be uncertain. James chapter 4 verse 6, riches can make you very proud. Very proud. Ezekiel chapter 28 verse 4 to 5. Look at this, Ezekiel 28, 4 to 5. Ezekiel 28, am I clear down there? Can you hear me? All right, we need to be faster on the screens. Thine heart is lifted up because of thy riches. Your heart is lifted up because of riches. Are we flowing together? 
heart is lifted up because of riches. Ezekiel 28, 4 to 5. Go to verse 5. Next, next, Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verse 13. Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verse 13. Laboring for riches will cause relationships to be broken and will bring you a lot of heartache, a lot of heartache. Oh, they did me wrong. They got my money. They did me wrong. They used me. And you, you need to realize in this world, this is... In fact, God is the biggest user of all. Like this world, how many of you have ever been used? Let me see, Bash. How many of you have ever been used? All right. How many of you, since you got saved, realized God is a master user? And how many of you are happy to be used by God? So it is. So it is. So it is. If you love money, you're setting your heart up for heartache. Look at this. There is a sore evil which I have seen under the sun. Who is talking in Ecclesiastes? The world's wealthiest man, Solomon. So who knows about wealth? Solomon. There is a sore evil which I have seen under the sun, namely... Riches kept for those, for the owners thereof, their heart. In other words, these riches that have been kept to bring you pain. One day, I was going to buy a house for my beautiful wife, and I saw a for sale sign, and I went to talk to the man about a house. And he said, this house is worth X amount of dollars but I will give it to you for half the price I said why he said because I'm in the middle of a divorce I raised my children in this house true story I raised my children in this house I raised my family in this house and my wife left me I lived to pay it was a couple of acres I lived to pay for all this, we owe nothing. But today, I'm being asked to divide my wealth into two. So he was disposing at throwaway prices before everything came together. Of course, I didn't buy it. But there's a building of wealth that can bring you pain. You, you, you build for so many years and you make that your foundation, then one day it's broken and it goes away. You know, you marry a man for the money or a woman for the money, then the wind comes and blows and the money goes away. And now the marriage is hurt. You know how painful it is to see this one loves me for money, this one. Let me make sure there is money in the house. It's painful, isn't it? How many of you want to be loved for you? For you. Yeah, for you. So the money is kept for their own hurt. So the more we seek money and riches, you're setting yourself up for pain. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Isaiah chapter 4, 45 verse 3. Isaiah 45 verse 3. The chase of riches will never be satisfied, so labor not for it. Labor not for riches because chances are you're not the one who will enjoy them. Someone else will. Do you know there was a coach in Tennessee who divorced his wife? And she opened a boutique or a store called A. Hair salon called alimony. The whole devil. What? Like she straight up put it in his face. Alimony. Hey! Hey! I'm telling you, there is a dangerous. 
some of these people are dangerous. Alimony. Ain't, ain't nothing like a woman's corn, y'all. Be careful. Be careful. That, that's in the Bible, by the way. In the Bible. Take care of the ladies in your life. Before you're opening alimony, nail shop, <laughs> alimony boutique. <laughs> Amen. But even if you're paying child support, you don't even enjoy working because your money is going. It's like my, my whole life is not... You know, the day I realized America has child support, I got holy quick. Holiness kicked in quick. I, I, was, I was right. Because ain't nobody. Nobody. We are not cutting that thing up anyway. <laughs> Riches are some way. Are you understanding? Someone else will enjoy your riches. Amen? That's the truth. It's the truth. <laughs> Next, labor not to be rich because riches bring a lot of temptations. First Timothy chapter 6, verse 9. Put it up on the screen. First Timothy 6, 9. It brings a lot of temptation. It brings a lot of temptation. Amen? But they that will be rich fall into temptation. And a what? Snare. Temptation and a snare. Temptation and a snare. Amen? So pastor, what should I seek after? Proverbs chapter 10 verse 22. This is what today is about. Proverbs 10, 22. Are you ready to pray some more? Are you ready to establish the blessing? The Bible says in Proverbs 10, 22, that the blessing of the Lord does what? Come on, y'all. Does what? What does the blessing do? Make it rich. Can the devil also make rich? Yes. But his riches come with all those things we've discussed. All those problems, all those things come with his riches. But look at what the Lord does. This is why we desire the blessing. The blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich. But that's not where it stops. And, and what church? And what church? and adds no sorrow. The blessing makes the difference. The blessing, when you step into a new year and you've got the blessing, regardless of what that year throws your way, as long as you're blessed, you're going to overcome. The reason why this church continues to move forward, continues to increase, continues to prevail, is because we are because the blessing of the Lord does what? Makes one rich and... Come on, y'all. The blessing does what? And what? Adds no sorrow. Oh! You've tried it before the other way. And you've seen you just keep making mistakes. Now try the blessing. And the blessing is going to make you rich. The blessing will cause you to prosper. The blessing will cause you to increase. But guess what? You'll be rich and your children will be at peace. Your marriage will be at peace. Your children will be raised of the Lord because you are blessed. Regardless of the problems and the situations you go through, when you're blessed, whatever the devil tries to throw your way, the blessing is like a guard. Come on, Jordan, quickly run, 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 run. If Jordan is blessed and he's a tither, 
he pays his tithe. When the devil comes and robs him, the Bible says the Lord, Malachi chapter 3, will rebuke the devourer, will rebuke the devourer on his behalf. Church, the devourer comes because we are in a sinful world. But when you've got a blessing, you've got the angels of God protecting your investments, protecting your marriage, protecting your peace, protecting your joy, protecting your life because you are blessed. This morning we said the blessing is a shield. It keeps you. Jabez said, Lord, keep me and watch over me because that's what the blessing does. When the blessing is on you, you can go through the storms of life, the ups and downs of life, but the Lord will keep you. He will watch over you through everything that you go through because of the blessing. Can we bless him? Thank you, John. Very quickly, we are, we are closing quickly. Let's look at some people who've been kept by the blessing. Genesis chapter 49 verse 26. The Bible tells us of a man called Joseph. Joseph was a man who his brothers and families rejected him. Amen? His family rejected him. His brothers cast him out. He lived like a stranger. Then the Bible told us that he came from a pit and went into the palace. Then from the palace, he went into the prison. And in the prison, he was released back into the palace. And this time when Joseph got into the palace, he never went back to the prison. You know why? Because he is blessed. Five more minutes, we're done. Joseph came out and never got back because he is blessed. Look at what Joseph said. Look what Joseph said kept him. Look what Joseph said kept This was the wealthiest man in Egypt next to Pharaoh. Look at this. The blessings of thy father have prevailed above the blessings of my pro progenitors unto the uttermost bound of the everlasting hills they shall be on the head of joseph and on the crown of the head of him that was separated from his brethren the head of him that was separated from his brethren I, i'm going i'm going to close right here the head of him <sighs> Somebody needs to catch this in the spirit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to catch this in the spirit. The head of him that was separated from his brethren. The head of him that was separated from his brethren. The head of him that was separated from his brethren. The blessing shall be on the crown of the head of him that was separated from his brethren. Sometimes in life you go through situations that separate you from people. You go through problems, they don't want to see you, they don't want to talk to you, or maybe you've been incarcerated, or maybe you've been separated from your family. You are the outcast of your family. Today I declare the blessing of Joseph that you may have been separated from your brethren, but you're coming back saying, you're coming back with a bountiful harvest. You're coming back to bless your family. You're coming back to show the goodness of God. You're coming back to show the glory of God. You're coming back carrying bags of what God has done. The blessing of Joseph. When he left Egypt, when he left Israel, he was in chains. When he left Israel, he was in chains. But today, when Joseph got back in Egypt, he was walking in abundance. I declare unto you in the mighty name of Jesus the places you've been rejected the places you've been forsaken the places you've been cast out I declare the word of God that says they that saw in tears hey yay yeah! 
that saw in tears. I feel an anointing. They that saw in tears. They that saw in tears. The places that you cried about. The places that you sowed in tears. They that saw in tears shall return, shall reap in joy. You shall return with bountiful joy because the blessing of Joseph is upon you. They cast you in a pit, but I declare you're coming out the prince in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. If that's you, get on your feet and begin to speak in the Holy Ghost. Begin to cry out unto God. Tell the Lord, it's my season for my return. It's my season for my comeback. It's my season for my harvest. It's my season for bountiful harvest. I'm stepping in. I'm stepping in. Come on, Joseph. Come on, Joseph. Out of your belly. Out of your belly. Yes, Lord. You left a nobody. You left a castaway. But today, by the anointing of the Holy Ghost, you're returning with joy. Your children left in rebellion. Your children, they left in rebellion. But I declare the angels of God will meet them where they are and they will come back. They will come back with a fresh anointing, with a fresh glory, with fresh power in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I declare unto you, you're coming back with more power. You're coming back with more victory. You're coming back with more dominion in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. When the Lord, when the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we were like they that dreamt a dream that our mouths were filled with laughter. Get ready, get ready, get ready to laugh at the devil. Get ready in the year 2022 to laugh at the devil. Devil, you tried your best, but here I am. I'm still standing. Here I am. I'm the comeback kid. I'm coming back with more glory and more anointing. Lift up your voice and pray. Pray, pray, pray. Pray. It's your time for your comeback. It's your time for your return. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. When the Lord turned again the captivity of who? Put your name there. Who? When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion. We were like them that dreamt a dream. What God is doing tonight is going to be like a dream. Church, for me to come from where I came from, for God to establish me as he has established me in America, it's like a dream. For me to walk in to the things that God told me many years ago, and I'm walking into them now, it's a dream. And I declare unto you, God did not stop blessing with Pastor Evans. The anointing flows from the top down. I declare your children, you look at them and it's like a dream. I declare your finances, you look at them and it's like a dream. You will look at your life and be amazed at what God has done. Then was our mouth filled with laughter and our tongue with singing. Then said they amongst the heathen, the Lord has what? Done a great. 
the Lord has done a great thing, great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us. Wherefore, we are glad. Turn again the captivity, O Lord, as the streams in the south. Here we go. They that sow in tears. Sunday is a night for a turnaround. And it begins tonight. It begins tonight. In the name of Jesus. You're blessed. You're blessed. You're blessed. I said you're blessed. You're blessed. You're not going back to sickness. You're blessed. You're not going back to disease. You're blessed. You're not going back to addiction. You're blessed. You're not going back to bondage. You're blessed. You're not going back to mental torment. You're blessed. You're not going back to divorce. You're blessed. You're not going back to failed relationships. You are blessed. They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. In the name of Jesus, I declare to each and every one of you, while it is still December, you're stepping into seasons of joy. We're going to sing songs we've never sung before because of the goodness of God. We're going to see your finances, your money, your money, your money. It's going to come in plenty and you ain't even going to be impressed by it. You're going to hold it and say, God, look what you've done. Look what the Lord has done. Look what the Lord has done. Look what the Lord has done. Look at it, look at it, look at it, look at it. Look what the Lord has done. I declare Psalms 26 verse 6 over your life from the top of your head to the sole of your feet in the mighty name of Jesus. I declare it. You shall see it. You shall possess it. Your hands ah, yeah, your hands shall bless the altars of God because you will say this is what the Lord has done. I declare ungodly cycles are over. Those doors are shut. Those graves are shut. That work of Satan is shut. In the name of Jesus. You're moving forward. In Jesus name. Receive that blessing with a great shout. Let the meditations of your heart be on Psalms 126. And may the Lord bless each and every one of you. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Love God, love others. Passionately. Thank you so much for joining us. I truly believe you have been blessed. If you have enjoyed this episode and would like to join Firebrand Nation, the movement, connect with us on social media at Firebrand Nation. Go to our website at www firebrandnation.com Remember, alone I'm a flame, together we are a fire. Like, share and distribute this so that others could be blessed. God bless you.